Among CDs released by Mail Sayu, there are very few that have impacted me as much as this one. This is by far one of the best CDs released by Mail Sayu in the last 20 years, so it's safe to say that this is going to be a good episode. So let's talk about Soma Saito's iconic in Bloom. Let's kick off this episode of Sayu Lounge. Welcome to Sail Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today's episode is all about Soma Saito's In Bloom. Well, let's put the script aside and start candidly talking about this release. For those of you that do not know, In Bloom is a CD released by male CUN singer-songwriter Soma Saito. It was released in 2020, really two or three days before Christmas. This CD is quite iconic and if you speak with anyone that is a fan of Soma Saito, well, you will get a, a biased commentary about this CD because it really is an amazing one. So in Bloom, it's a full-length album, Soma Saito's second full-length album, the follow-up to Quantum Stranger, which was a really good album, albeit one that was obviously a bit contained in its presentation. It still had m much of the music that was not composed nor written by Soma Saito and it had some experiences that Saito was doing with his music at that time and what he wanted to venture towards with uh, an upcoming release which ended up being My Blue Vacation which wasn't a remarkable CD, still a good one but far from remarkable. After that, Saito released In Bloom, and what fans didn't know was that In Bloom was going to shake them to their core. While the expression shaken to the core ends up being a bit cliche and it ends up not being really representative of what this album actually does to you, I believe it is a simple way to approach this album. I am a big fan of pop rock and rock music and this album has a lot of rock going on in here. It's mostly rock music uh, with sprinkles of pop here and there, but if you are a fan of pop music, you won't find pop necessarily here. This CD feels like a journey and in some ways I've always associated this CD from the start of listening to it as a journey. It may be a personal journey and it sounds like a personal journey, but it also can be a journey in its simple meaning, you traveling to somewhere else. And it does feel like it, especially with the CD starting off with Carpool. Let's forget the name or the title of the song. The whole feel of the instrumental is already that you are going on a trip. You don't even need to read or know the title of the song, because it feels like you are going on a journey. Not necessarily going into the unknown, but you are going on a journey. And I do love the whole uh, cinematic vibe that this single or this song leading track in this CD actually has. It helps setting the tone for what awaits you. And what awaits you is not necessarily something good, positive or happy or in a happy place. In Bloom, in, in many ways, is a dark album, a really dark one. Not necessarily the darkest that Somoseto has released, that is Ying Yang, 
but it is a dark album and as you go through the album you are experiencing some feelings and you're basically revisiting memories of a character that is basically going through them in the various tracks within the album and as you get through the the cd you will start to feel that something is getting a bit darker it's getting way too emotional and it really goes and it ends up culminating in Isana which is by far one of the best songs I've ever heard from Amal Sayu and even outside of that that's a song that is quite reminiscent of the work that The Cure have released before and I do enjoy The Cure a whole lot, but still there is a little bit of Pink Floyd in there, in the way that it's kind of psychedelic, but not necessarily psychedelic in vibe. It's a really long song, the lyrics are not that long, they are sparse, the, the, the vocal parts are really sparse, and the instrumental really sets the tone for you. And I believe that song ends up being the greeting card to this CD more than Carpoolies. Of course, many fans will say that Carpool is the best song in this CD. Well, if you are into happy songs or songs that sound a bit happier within this CD, yes, it is a good song. Is it a really good intro to this CD? It is a perfect intro to this CD. It's, it really sets the tone for what you are going to embark on. You are going on a journey in this CD. When you start the CD, you do not know what journey it's going to be or how it's going to be like. But the journey that you go through this album is one that will touch you emotionally. And there's very few albums by Mailsa Yu. I barely can count them with one hand that actually have that emotional depth as In Bloom has. So that says already something about the state of the music that Mailsa Yu release, which is basically music to appeal to the masses without any big meaning because the fans are not looking for a big meaning and that's because, well, people want to consume music that is fun, that it works in any occasion. And in this case, Somosato's music doesn't work in any occasion and it ends up making him quite niche. But still, there is a lot of meaning in here and you go through a big journey when you start listening to Carpool. So, as I was saying, many people will say the best song in this CD is Carpool. What has come to my attention is that many international fans actually are in love with Vampire Weekend, which is a song I love a whole lot and that I will rank as mm, just within the top three best songs in this CD. I will say the best for me are Isana, Palette and Vampire Weekend. Then I had Canaria because I love the, whole, the, the song itself and I have an emotional connection to that song because I have learned to basically play it on the guitar and uh, in a way that song shakes me to my core in ways that other songs do not because I've learned to live and work with that song as I tried to learn it on the guitar. So it is a song that is really ingrained in me. I ended up falling more and more in love with it and that song for me ends up standing out. The CD starts off really like a journey and you go through that journey throughout the, the CD. You go to uh, Schrodinger Girl, which is a song with an interesting concept, the, the thing that is and isn't, the person that is present and not, the, the person that is and isn't, 
It's a lot about the ifs, which is interesting as a concept. It's not easy to pull off, I would say, uh, at least lyrics-wise, but Soma Saito made it work. It is a quantum physics concept that he applied to a song, which is crazy. And it worked. So uh, what can I say about that? It is followed by Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend is easily one of the best songs that Soma Saito created from the ground up, which is crazy yet again. It is a pity though that he has said that he doesn't remember how he composed this song and doesn't know how to replicate anything that he did in this song, which is unfortunate because honestly, as a fan, and especially with him saying that he would like to experiment a bit more with different music genres and not lock himself within the rock genre because he doesn't want to be necessarily a rock artist, he wants to do a little bit of everything within what he loves. I was expecting him to revisit this type of music or this sound, really funky, playful, kind of down-tempo EDM music, but still he, he says that he doesn't remember, at least it was what he said in an interview soon after the live show that was held uh, in the following year. But still, it is an amazing song and Saito is quite aware that many fans love it and I believe this is a song that will continue to be on the rotation for live shows for a long time, especially because it, it was an instant hit with the fans. We have Kitchen. Kitchen was the very first time that Soma Saito incorporated Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova is a music genre that originates from Brazil and it is a mixture of Latin music with samba and other traditional music genres from Brazil. It is quite danceable, it is really fun, and it is, it's written all around the acoustic guitar, and that's amazing. A really nice touch in this composition is that many of the sounds that you are listening to in this song are made with objects that you will really find within a kitchen. So you have forks, you have knives, you have pans, you, you listen to most of that and you do not even notice that you are actually listening to an instrumentalization that is not necessarily played by musical instrument. It's by things that you can find easily within a kitchen. So that's fun. Then you have Petricor. Petricor is a song that I love a whole lot. Uh, unfortunately, it's a song that doesn't work that well, at least the, the main melody doesn't work that well as I expected throughout. You have a melody that was initially played on acoustic guitar, according to Saito, and that it was transposed to a saxophone. And the saxophone is repeating that melody throughout the song. It can get a bit tiring at times, so there are times when I'm listening to this CD that I skip this song because the saxophone is a bit too much at times, uh, especially if you are paying attention to the instrumental, you can't get away from that saxophone. It's not necessarily to say that the saxophone is a bad choice or that transposing that part from the guitar to a brass instrument would actually work that well, but well, it ended up working, but it sounds a bit too intense as a main melody. Still, Petricor is a really awesome song and I do listen to it whenever it rains. It really fits the season it was meant to be, which is a good sign. Sometimes there are artists that go through that, let's create a, a season's collection of singles and then you listen to the songs and you don't even understand which season it refers to because all songs sound the same. Besides the lyrics that talk about the season, which is, well, it's pointless. 
And then we have Summerholic. This is by far the song that I like the least in this CD. I never really did click with this song. I found it to be more enjoyable to listen to on a live setting because this is a song that actually demands a call and response kind of reaction. So it is nice to see the fans reacting to the Kampai part uh, during the live show. So it works and the clapping alongside it works as well. Within the CD, I feel like it is, well, a song that doesn't work as well as the, the others. And within this CD in Bloom, it's a song that actually doesn't seem like it is meant to be there. I consider this song to be almost like an intermission, or what, which is to say a song that will basically make a pause and connect to the second part of the CD, the second part that is obviously darker. Then you get to Palette. Palette is a song that is almost like a, a treasure to some of Saito's fans. It is a song that is so emotionally raw so powerful it is a good display of what somasato can do as a rock artist and honestly from what he shows in this song and later on what he has shown in ingyang is that he can really create rock music that is impactful in many ways it can be with the guitar screaming it can be with pounding drums that from basically will make you put all your attention into it he can bring so much emotion to his vocals. It's it's outstanding and quite mesmerizing the way he can craft a rock tune that goes a bit the emo route, but at the same time, it's not necessarily a ballad, but also it's not really a hard rock tune, but it has elements from all three and ends up being so, so, so powerful. It's a song that as soon as it started playing from the intro riff, I knew that I was going to like it. I didn't need to reach the chorus to know when I was reviewing this CD that, yeah, this is the perfect song. Well, actually, I came across the song when I was listening to the digital single prior to being released in the CD, but the reaction is the same. And I thought that, well, this is by far the best single that Soma Saito released it will be difficult to top it, really difficult to top it. Then you have Bookmark. Bookmark is a song that continues to be underrated and underappreciated. And this is something that is weird to me, especially because this is a song that is so, so chill and it has perfect loungy vibes and people do not appreciate it. I do not know why. I personally love the mix between clean singing and rapping. It is also commendable that Somosaito wrote the lyrics for the singing and rapping parts and he performed the rap parts alongside a guest rapper, a friend of his named Jay. This is a really, really awesome song. It doesn't get the love that it deserves and I feel that this is the type of song that I will always wish I would love to hear being performed live but I will never get to watch it or listen to it being played live. I am recording this before the, the live show that Somasato is going to hold basically in May 2023, so I do not know if he will be performing that song in that live show. I do hope so. So this episode is in the future, but it was recorded in the past, so by the time that this episode is released, Maybe you and I already know that this song was played. Fingers crossed it happens. Then we have Canaria. Canaria, which is an acoustic song, which is awesome. Uh, Somosato has shown countless times that he is a really good acoustic singer. 
and he can work with little to no music accompanying him and he can do an amazing job. Of course, an acoustic song will carry a different weight from, for, for example, a ballad with a piano leading the way. I feel that this sounds a bit rawer than most songs of uh, his and at the same time it, it gives off a feeling of sea from date and reminiscence as well. It is in a way a mix of both but in, in an upgraded fashion. I do love this song a whole lot, I ended up learning how to play it on the guitar. It is a really fun song to play, it has some tricky chords going on in there, at least for my level it is... there are some tricky chords in there. And then we get to the behemoth, we get to Isana, and this is the song that made a lot of people stop and, well, go through a wave of emotions that is inex inexplicable for many people. I've had people commenting on the, the video review I did for the review advent calendar in 2021 and some people said that this is a song that made them cry, this was a song that made them reflect on their life and for others it made them appreciate Soma Saito but they said or they admitted that this is a song that they can't listen to frequently because it, it is incredibly dark and emotionally charged. In a way, I feel that this song tackles a bit of mental health issues. It sounds a bit like it. It's almost like you are trying to see the best in yourself, you are trying to see the best, best in a situation, but you can't help but to sink and sink and sink as you try to get out from a place that basically doesn't let you go. And that feeling of being under underwater and not being able to do what you want and get away from that, it is asphyxiating, it is... in a way it left me in a weird place when I stopped listening to it. This isn't a song that made me cry, it's, uh, it needs to be a bit more personal to make me cry. I, I haven't gone through um, mental health issues, at least not something as dark and as deep as these. Of course, as anyone else, you deal with anxiety here and there, and anxiety is really my thing, not necessarily depression, for example. So it is a different kind of feeling. I do understand the feelings that are going in there, but I haven't experienced any of that. So it is a really weird experience for me to go through what is going on in the mind of that character leading the way in that song. At least for me, and I may be wrong, some people may think differently that this song is about mental health in a way. And in another way, it's a, an approach for Saito to actually motivate and give a different outlook in this story to the listener and show them that there is a way, that you are loved and that he loves you. So it is something that leaves quite the mark. Those are words that people may want to listen to because they never do. Those may be words that will have a really strong meaning for some people and will be connected to some important experiences that they have gone through and they may trigger some emotions through that or trigger some memories through that. The way that he tackled that song was clever and respectful at the same time. He's addressing you, telling you that story, he's putting you in that situation and showing you that there is a way out, that he's there to help you find a way out. 
it is by far one of those songs that you sit listening to it and you just don't know how to tackle it. You do not know what to do. This is a weird experience in this trip that you are going through since Carpool and it really reaches a weird place when you get to Isana. And then you have Saigo no Hanabi. Saigo no Hanabi is a song that shows a different approach to Soma Saito's music. It's not necessarily something that is disruptive within this CD, but it's something, it is a song that ends up coming full circle, showing that not everything is bad. Yes, you went through a weird experience within this CD, but you actually came through that those problems, those issues, those darker times, and you are now in a better place. Saigon no Hanabi ends up being that better place. Of course, the lyrics are not necessarily about that, but the journey that you go through in that album ends up leaving you in that place that it is positive. It was a really taxing journey through those emotions, but you ended up coming through on top. So it is really good to have something like that within this CD. As always, with Somasaito CDs, you get a hidden track, and that hidden track is almost like you are waking up from a dream and you are taking in the soundscape around you. Birds are chirping, you are listening to the wind. There is genuine happiness and you can feel even the light and the warmth coming from these instrumental and the performance itself. As you go through In Bloom, you get to revisit some darker aspects in life. You get to experience a lot of things that will mess you up emotionally but then you will come through on top and you will be experiencing a new day. You will bloom as a person. You will grow as a person. And in many ways, In Bloom sounds like Soma Saito showing that he has grown as an artist. It sounds like the perfect follow-up to Quantum Stranger. It is a uniquely Soma Saito creation because he really wrote the lyrics to all songs and really composed all songs. So it is an album that is his it is a new dawn for him. It is basically him blooming in front of you and showing how he has gone basically through that process to create something like this to you. This unique, this impactful, this mind-boggling. It is one of those albums that really takes me to an interesting place. It's not necessarily that I like to go through dark experiences or basically seeing or listening to how certain emotions are conveyed. It's more the way that the CD was, was crafted and the overall feeling that you get when you listen to it. I can't help but to associate In Bloom with going on a journey. And this is a CD that I play when I go on a journey. I do love to listen to this CD a whole lot. It has that connotation for me, and even if it gets dark, and it gets, it is an album that, in a way, I can't help but to commend, because it was innovative, it was daring, it was something that no other male Sayu was doing, and they do not dare even going this route, because the, his music is too disruptive to the point that he's turned into a niche solo artist within male Sayu, even as he is really popular, but he's niche. It is quite interesting to see that he was confident enough to create something like this. And of course, it is something that is worth mentioning is that when Saito released the date in 2018, he said that he wanted to, to show a bit more of himself, to show the darker sides of his lyrics and the darker side of himself. 
and he wasn't really sure if fans would love it. And fans actually gave him a push to do so and he said in an interview that it was the letters that fans sent him and interactions that he had with fans saying that they wanted to hear and listen to more music that was his and that basically felt his and expressed his emotions that gave him a push to be daring and create in bloom this is an album that is a result of fans being welcoming of their favorite artists or favorite seiyus passions if you are supportive enough and you actually appreciate the music that they are creating and the fun they are having they can create masterpieces like in bloom here in bloom is not only saito blooming in front of you as a solo artist and showing that he is much much more than what you had heard before that but also it is a good sign that fans can be supportive in a really really good voice without being toxic and help an artist bloom in front of them this is a result of both things and for that i really thank the fans that sent the letters asking for more music from somasaito and more music that is closer to him and that we were not uh, afraid of him showing his darker side because everyone has a darker side no matter how bright you want to be so it is really good to see and hear this CD time and time again thankfully this worked and Somasaito actually released a fantastic album in here and the rest is history what is an album that is one hour and a couple of minutes long ended up being a review that took me seven hours to do because I couldn't stop listening to the CD and finding new things within each song and uh, different emotions, underlying lyrics, everything. Everything was layered, multi-layered and really interesting to listen to. It's not an album that when you listen to one time, it ends. It needs more than a, a listen, more than a couple of listens for you to fully grasp it and it will remain interesting no matter how much time passes which is really good and a fantastic sign that this album will hold up for years to come which is really really awesome so when i talk about iconic albums among my lcu this one is right there easily and let's wrap up this episode so let's go to the outro Well, this is an iconic album, like I said in the previous part, and for sure an album that I basically recommend everyone to check. Of course, this is an album that won't click with everyone because, first off, it is dark, and second, it may play around with your emotions, and if you feel emotionally fragile or if you have mental health issues that you are struggling with, this CD may not be the best for you to listen to, and it may trigger things that you may not want to trigger. I always leave that warning that this album may trigger some things, especially Sana may trigger some feelings that you may not want to trigger. Aside from that, this is an album that is outstandingly imbued with emotions. It is overflowing with emotion. You can listen that on the instrumental with the guitar screaming for Somasaito. It doesn't really scream, the guitar scream for him. And you also have the emotional performances by Somasaito that he does showcase that a whole lot in Isana, which is a song that doesn't seem like he's doing or putting much effort on the vocals, but actually what he's doing is not that easy to do. 
and the emotions that he is putting in his performance do grow over time and when you notice you are getting hit by an emotional blow to your gut as Soma Saito says that you are loved and you are in bloom. This is of course a CD that I would give basically everything to listen to again for the very first time, for sure. Now tell me, have you listened to this album? And if you have, which is your favorite song and why? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and share with me albums you would give everything to experience again for the very first time. I will be picking some of your answers to create an episode covering those CDs. And remember, leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be, and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Say You Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the hand that feeds HQ's weekly mail, Say You and music-related content, hit the subscribe button. And if you are listening to this episode on a podcast listening platform, please consider following the podcast and leaving a review. Leaving a review is really simple and helps other people find this podcast and fall in love with my Sayu artists and to the groups. I'll return next week with another episode of Sayu Lounge. Thank you for listening and see you guys around.